recording. Five bullets. Already? We're live? Well, I mean, we can always... All right. <clears throat> welcome, welcome. Welcome to episode 21 Yeah. Big drink. Big 21. We're, having, we're sponsored tonight by... Nice segue. Allagash White. It's a nice springtime beer. It's getting warm outside. We have 80 degrees in Boston this week. Get yourself an Allagash White. Taste it. Have one. Have two. Who knows? What kind of beer is this? Is it a uh, wheat beer? What is this? I believe they say a quit beer. <clears throat> I'm not a wheat beer guy. Neither Thank you for the free beer, but I'm not a wheat yeah. beer guy. Give We're also Grab an Allagash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're also brought to you by Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. Baked, not fried. They're healthy. Dare you to eat just one. They're is Pepperidge Farm <laughs> the only goldfish maker? They're almost as addictive as Doritos. Farm. I would never trust a man who only eats one goldfish. How could you? Without Schneiders of Hanover, do they make goldfish? Mm, they're a pretzel company. Yeah, for sure. Maybe next time we come over, Rob, you can have a big bag of Schneiders of Hanover. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, big shout out to our sponsors. Let's jump in. Thank Let's go you. through some updates here. Who wants to start with our life updates? How about Rob? You've got a lot going on. I mean, I'm willing to share my life updates, but I won't say that I won't say certain viewers, except maybe it begins with a P and ends with an M. I think I feel like are listening for the life updates, and maybe we need to back all of these to make sure these certain viewers, <laughs> listeners, get all the F1 information that they need. No, all right, life updates it is. Well, we'll consider it for next next recording. Um, big news in my life is uh, my dog has a partially displaced, minorly displaced heel bone and a partially torn Achilles tendon. So mm. she's in the cone of shame. She's got a soft cast on and is getting an orthotic soon. It's, it's very depressing looking. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I guess we're expecting this is a season-ending injury, but not a career-ending injury. And uh, I am going to be setting up a GoFundMe page because these vet bills are outrageous. What, what did they decide on this cast design? It looks like a bunch of sheep. Yeah, I didn't have any input on that. Really? Did she? Probably. She's she like sheep? Oh, I thought you... Requested this. You know, it purpose. actually kind of fits. A yeah. herding dog, sheep. Yeah, that's probably like what they're thinking. And you guys thinking. have your sheep farm. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, wow. so apropos. Huh. Yeah, you know, I, put, I put the uh, the roof deck furniture back out because it is going to hit 85 this week. So I'm going to get up there, get the, do nice. some gardening this weekend. Cacti? Uh, I'm planning to have many flowering plants, and perennials, and, and, uh, and Annie Hansel's our, our herb garden. Annuals. Oh, Annuals. Herb. 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 Are you allowed to talk about herb? it? Herbs. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's legal in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, the dispensaries open up. July? July 1, I believe. Mm. But and it's totally legal? Good or luck. It's totally legal now. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't now buy it. Legally. It's going to be legal to buy, yeah. I don't know that the city or state is going to get around to actually licensing anybody. They seem to be dra dragging their heels on that, but. Uh, yeah, we sharing. are actually going to be specializing in oregano, rosemary, and sage. Not time? <laughs> we, don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time for that. I use time a lot more than sage. I don't use any uh, of this stuff. We to love honest. to put sage on uh, Costco ravioli with blutter. How about salt and pepper? Right. Uh, yeah, you're, not li you're not living. Okay. All right, that's me. Uh, Charlie, you go. Don't have much. Spent last week in Vegas. That nice. was pretty terrible. Um, Biggie. Down past one, weekend? Down 150. Ha had, a, had a lovely weekend. 
It was a lovely weekend. Did some gardening outside. Replayed, reseeded my lawn. In oh fact. My gosh. What? Had a little race watch. We'll you know about how that. to reseed a lawn? Yeah, I'm gonna do some aeration next weekend, maybe. Okay. See, how, see how it goes. <laughs> Are you putting on this thing? Yeah. What's going on here? Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I've got some plans for some new flower beds, but yeah, not much going on. Um, I'll go, John. Here, um, not a ton going on for me. I'm trying to buy a house right now. It's not going so well, but hopefully the next pod we have a better update. I don't want to get into it. It's gonna mm, make money me troubles. It's gonna make me really mad. Um, <laughs> Red mist. Yeah, we went into it earlier. Not good. Yeah, it's just gonna piss me off. Uh, big update for us as a group: golf outing. Mm, um, didn't want to bring it up. I, you know, I'm, I I'm getting ahead of the story. You. I'm getting ahead of the story That's here. Good. Put your own spin on it. Yes. Control the news cycle. That is ridiculous. We had a we had a nail biter of a golf tournament this past weekend. We played well. We played at one of the worst courses in the greater Boston area. Thanks to Rob, he he secured the tee time. Terrible course. I won't say the name. <laughs> I won't say the name. They're not a sponsor, but I won't say the name. Um, they, they made me get up at two a.m. Pacific time, which I was on. Threw my whole game off. Very good point. Charlie's on my team. Charlie was on the West Coast all week. He had to adapt. Very quickly to a 6:20 tea time. Not fair, but whatever. No, we don't want to complain. I but. need to interject just for a second here. Go ahead. One, because my name was sullied. Uh, <laughs> I was the one to secure the only tea time the group had. I didn't nope. make us play anywhere. True. I made us play. So you're it's, welcome. It's very. It's and very... second of all, Charlie <laughs> at 2 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> took four swings before he hit the ball Jet, for the first Jet time. Jet cannot explain the troubles that Charlie the, the, Charlie's first tee was one of the funnier things you've ever seen <laughs> on, on a golf course. I couldn't hit the ball. Oh, what hole was it when you hit the top of it and the ball drove into the ground? This hole too. <laughs> anyway, we lost the front nine by two. We lost the back nine by one. At net net, Charlie and I lost fifteen dollars a piece, so it was okay. Which which was the maximum they could lose, so they really <laughs> hit rock bottom. Oh uh, whatever. Um, so th- yeah, that was bad, but uh, it happened. And then my parents, uh, Pamela and David, visited Boston this past weekend. Lovely um, people. I think we'll get a little bit more into their F one fandom later, but. Um, Suffice to say, they had a great time watching the race with us this past weekend, and uh, I think they're going to grow the game, grow the sport. We'll grow the sport. That's it for me. Um, yeah, I mean, John kind of stole the thunder with the the golf. That was my big update. Um, great. We did. John did secure tee time, but it was too far away, right? It was a little too far away. That was a, that would have been a nice course. That's for another day. Um, yeah, great, great round, eighteen holes. What time did we get up? Five? I got up at five, five fifteen. Five oh five. I got up at five fifteen. Five fifteen? Nice. No. I got up at five ten and had been up for two three and a half hours because my dog couldn't sleep with the comb. And you still managed to win. Well his team won. I I, lear- I learned how to gut it out from my man Alonzo. Yeah. You have to grind out there. Yeah. When you're at the blue- I'm gonna look at the stats. I won more holes than Rob won. I'm going on Did record. you? I'm going on record. I have no idea. Wow, fake news. Oh. Let's fact check. Well, I went a lot of holes in the back nine. He waits till I recycle the card to make a ludicrous claim like that. He threw it out. I recycled it. Oh my gosh. I know he won at least four holes on the back. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's so, pretty good. So there are nine holes. Yeah. Pretty. We went. Pretty we were down good. by one, so I, I think it was maybe four and four. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm sick. Oh, are you? Okay. Um, I'm drinking Andrew's beer. Otherwise, not really. I mean, just dog watching and. I'm going away for um, to Newport this weekend, so I'm excited about that. I, congrats. One of the Thank you. laugh out loud moments of the last pod was when got flack for this one. I I told Andrew he was going away this upcoming weekend and he thought he was going to Chicago to uh, see our new nephew. The reality is his anniversary weekend and that's where he's going. <laughs> Honest mistake, I didn't have a calendar in front of me. We told Carolyn that story this past weekend. She didn't think it was as funny, but Wow. Sensitive, yeah. So for me, one of the, one of the highlights of the weekend was the race watch. We had we went over to Carolyn and Andrews, lovely place, big crowd, Got all it. the uh, all the old ladies, Best and of course Sam and David, special guests. And I gotta say, I think your father's pretty into F one. I, I would have to agree. He's a car guy. He's always been a car guy. He's asking the right questions, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, he gets it. We never watched racing growing up, but he was always a big car guy. Right. So I think he really likes the technology of the cars. And um, I could see him watching. He gets up early, so I could see him watching the European. I could see him waking up early, throwing it on the race before the old lady gets up. You know, Our you mother. read the newspaper, you have it on the background, have some coffee. He has a crossword. I mean, yeah. there's very little better than an early morning, early Sunday morning F1 race, get you in my opinion. Yeah. And during the race, we had a. A brief uh, minivan discussion started by Rob. <laughs> Never te- seen two grown men t- as invested in, just so in love with their minivans. It's it's awful. <laughs> tough to listen to, tough to watch. But you know, there's a what's a, a kettle? What's, what's the saying there? I'm searching for <laughs> two fish of a kettle or yeah, a barrel right. together. Right. Yeah. It, what great moment was when uh, some pass happened. We all cheered, and Will immediately started crying. Yeah, what's that about? He doesn't like cheering, huh? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, lovely race watch. Um, we'll, we'll plan some more of them. Yeah. I think it's a great event. Um, When's the next race? Spain? Spain. In two weeks? A fortnight. Two weeks. And is anyone else around? Oh, I'm, shoot, I'm not around. Go to a wedding. Uh, I think I'm around. I'm around. I'm around, I believe. Damn you. Wow. Let's see. So, let's get into the race. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Baku. Is it Europe? Is it Asia? Who knows? I think it's Eurasia. Eurasia, what have you. Let's start with the main storyline, I would say. Lewis Hamilton winning the race. Is he back? Is is he now? I mean, there's so much talk of Lewis doesn't have it this year. He's not confident. He doesn't have the mojo. He's the world championship leader right now. No, he's not back. He he would tell you that himself. He said that was... a. That was a lucky race. He's glad to take it, but he doesn't feel great about the win. He certainly uh, does not have his mojo back. This race did not give it to him. He he even took a shot at Nico Rosberg and said, "Like, look, this win doesn't even make me feel good. Maybe others celebrate lucks that they win, wins that they luck into, oh but I don't." Gosh. Well, that's well, great well. reading in between the lines there. How do you know that's Nico? Yeah, he said because he said others who have left. What? Wow. Yeah. He said those words. Yes. Oh my gosh. What? Post post race? To yeah. who? Was that in Paddock Pass? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I read it. Didn't witness the interview live. If you're fake news in us right now, this is crazy. No, 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 no. Look it up. It'll be in the show notes. He said uh I'm he said something like, I'm made of different stuff. I don't celebrate these wins like others do and, and some who have left and others who have left. 
I think yeah. was his phrase. Others who have left. Really? Mm-hmm. I remember the first part of that. I don't remember the second, but I, will, I believe you because, you know, Lewis is hateable. Um, <clears throat> Pam Sabo was a huge Lewis Hamilton fan because he was on the Ellen, Dege- Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, my. If they, if that's a good brand move for him. The guy knows how to do PR. Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. Wait, that's a good brand move for him? You yeah. think there's a huge overlap? <laughs> he, he just won every uh, mom in America, you know? Yeah. That's a good move for him. He probably danced with the crowd. Yeah. So you, we think that there's a big overlap between people who uh, watch F1 and care about F1 drivers and people who watch Ellen. <laughs> okay, just noting it. When you put it that way, no. I guess we'll do a study on that later. <laughs> It's a good move. Um, Lewis is not back. He's not back. No, but, not at all. Okay. Sure, his mojo may not be back yet, but I was shocked to pull up the standings on Twitter on Sunday night or Monday and see Lewis Hamilton in the lead after all the negative press, all the bad things that have been said about him so far. So I think he's gotten a bit... Has he retired? He hasn't retired from any races. No, so he, he had some of the big guns. They retired from... Vettel retired from one... Botas retired from another. Yeah. He's gotten a little bit lucky. He's on a 21 race point yeah. streak. Wait, so. Vettel retired? Didn't he? He got hit by Max. Did he finish that race? Yeah. Yeah, but it was low. Six. Think... Oh, six. That well? Six or eight. Six? Down. Yeah. Down. 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 I'm just saying. Wow. I count that as not even finishing. Wow. Finishing is part of it. That's racing, though. You have to finish. It's impressive. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's first in the standings? Yes. 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 By, by four points. Yeah. See? Exactly. Wow. I would not have guessed that. Damn. Lewis is still the reigning champ. That's, that's all that's I'll say. That's a fact. That's that's a fact. That's, no one's going to that that. Nobody has the throne okay. him yet. So. Who, here, who here would put money on him winning the championship Apparently right now? Charlie. Yeah, I think I would. Ew. I, would I think put, I would. I would put money on Vettel. The Ferrari so looks I. better, and Vettel seems to have... Yeah. I would put money on Botas over Hamilton right now. Oh, my God. You want to make that That's bet? a hot What are the odds? I get odds on that. What do you want? Hamilton, Botas, who finishes higher? Well, so what, what, structure the bet for me here. So I, I, I want Botas. Well, one of those guys yeah. finishes higher. Than so the other. I'll put up what I you know, I'll put up. You go two to one, three to one. No, f- four to one. Come on, at least four, four to, to one? one. I thought you said you just thought Botas. Well, he's the world champ. He's the reigning world champion. <laughs> All right, I'll take four to one. Five okay, bucks. five dollars. You know what the current right. current so, odds? The betting four odds. twenty. Lewis Hamilton to win the, the... Wow, what the heck is this? This can't be right. That doesn't even on this thing. Anyway, we'll get into right, it. So <laughs> we, have, we have this bet on record. Four to one. I'm taking Botas. Roger. Yeah, I'll do that. And then they the have to side. finish above the other guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, um, we'll come back to the betting odds in a little bit. Yeah. Big talking point coming out of this race. Besides Lewis... I think the second biggest is Red Bull. What a disaster for them! They were kind of going easy. after one another all race. Um, they were they started easy. next to each other. Well, anyway, they were next to each other in the race. Ricardo tried three or four passes. Max always got it back. He finally one made made one stick late in the race. Then they both had to pit, and they kept for stopping out a little long. Eventually, they crashed into each other, taking them both out. So it was a start. So interesting point ricardo was faster than max for most of the race and had a hard time passing him max was defending very vigorously debatable whether you should be doing that against a teammate the team didn't intervene ricardo ultimately made the move stick and then got uh the 
first choice in pit stops, the better strategy, which was to pit first. He went out on ultra soft tires, which he didn't couldn't warm up in time. Max, who t was supposed to get, and, and so this would be the traditional undercut where he'd have a lead and make it even bigger. But because his tires were cold, and because Max had a real great lap, um, Max was able to stop and then come out ahead of Danny Rick. And so Rick's engineer said, all right, you got to pass him again. Uh, so there was something to the frustration there. I mean, being in Danny Rick's shoes, having to pass the slow guy who's defending you too aggressively, the team's not making him pull over. It's extremely frustrating. I, I agree on the team aspect. I'm putting 50% on the team, 25% on the, each of the drivers. But I don't agree. Uh, what's this myth about pitting first as a strategy? I thought the whole like old adage is, if you're in first place, you wait till the second guy pits and you come in right after. So why would you ever pit first? Um, because if you can get the tires up... That's a big if. You can't. Uh, it was especially cold at Baku. They were having a hard time warming up the tires. So Usually it's, it's not, not the, the best strategy. Can't they turn the heat up on the tire uh, covers? <laughs> the tire warmers? <laughs> not enough. Uh, hmm. I, I think I think that you usually mirror the person behind you because um, you can't pit before them because they're behind you and you don't know what they're going to do. You don't can't look in your rearview mirror and then pull in before you know what they're going to do. So yeah, you the, do the very next lap. You push so that's on that lap. The closest you can get. The ideal strategy is to pit first. No, because, again, if you're in first place leading the race, why aren't you pitting first then? Why aren't you just going according to your data, no. when should I pit? You make the first move. That doesn't happen. No, it never does. It anyway, never does. We don't, neither, this is kind of neither of us know. So anybody else want to start assigning blame in the Red Bull crash? Um, I'll blame the team, primarily. Those guys were fighting hard. The team... The team knows their drivers. They know what Max is alphas. like. Alphas. Yeah. They're both alphas. Danny Rick is coming off the biggest weekend in his career. Max is coming off terrible weeks. He needs to get back at it. Team knows this. The team knows their personalities intimately, more than we do, maybe. And Who knows <laughs> who intimately? <laughs> Christian Horner knows both of them intimately. <laughs> you read between the lines. And um, I know, I know Danny Rick. They, they, if they want to preserve Max points as a constructor, they need to give some direction. I know their whole thing is we let our guys race. That's fine. But if you see, there have been two incidents prior to this. If you see that happening, you have to give an order and say, let him go, back off. Whatever. Christian knows every inch of their bodies. I mean, minds, you know? <laughs> All right. I have their bodice. I have to say, I think that not... I don't assign any blame to Red Bull. One, it fits in with the team ethos, which is just uh, extreme everything. Uh, they're looking for, <laughs> They're looking for extreme. a spectacle, and that's kind of what they're arguing for in the 2021 regulations. And for them to manage... The, that's something Mercedes would do. It just goes against... The Red Bull and ethos. Two, there's just no way you can give the same amount of blame to Danny Rick as you do Max Verstappen. Who's getting Max blame? Verstappen is more to blame. He moved right. Wow. That's his first blocking move. That's allowed. Then he moved left. 
It is not allowed he... to make a second move. It is allowed to make a second move if the second move is to the racing line. Max Verstappen's move left was away from the racing line. It was strictly illegal. So he is, there, is there a point three? Are you good? <laughs> no. So so. <laughs> so I have to say I totally agree with you. Point one about the ethos. Like they, they let them race, and I totally agree. I think that's the right way. If it was golf, we both would go driver off the tee. You know, no one is going. <laughs> Please, you guys hit iron. No one is playing conservatively. However, however, I totally disagree with you with the point two. I kept on watching it over and over again, and I don't think he made a strong move to the right. I think his move was to block on the inside, and I don't think you can say that it was more Max's fault than Danny Rick's. If anything, I would say Danny Rick sixty-five. Max Verstappen, 35. I'm trending in that direction. Thank you. Because you have to assign some blame to the guy that locks up and smashes into the back of the other car. Yes. I mean, that's... you got to boil it down there. I am assigning some blame to him. But I'm assigning more blame to the guy who broke the rules. No. Because, you know what? It's not... Going not to it's not... Well, actually... Yeah, so, not going so, to Stewart's. All right, so two points. on Trey Whiting. One. It's not illegal to lock up on the brakes and miss the turn entirely. It's just not. That's Wait, not a violation whoa, 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 whoa. of the rules. Address his point. I am assigning some blame to Danny Rick, but he, Danny Rick, did not violate the rules. Yes. Max Verstappen definitely moved to the right and then definitely moved to the left. And why didn't the stewards penalize him then? Yes. Because it was a team orchestrated explanation to avoid having either of their drives, drivers penalized. Smart by Red Bull to say, Danny, go out there and say, yeah, we're both at fault. If that had been Ferrari or Mercedes and they had said, Charlie, Charlie Whiting, that was clearly an illegal move by Max. He did this and then that. Max would be penalized and that'd be bad for the team. Red Bull, Bull did not allow Daniel Ricciardo to make that defense. Bullshit. You're, you're into like conspiracy theory three and four at this point. I can see some truth in that, you know, coordinated response. Seriously. I mean, no doubt. Uh, it's in the best interest of the team. If I were Christian yeah. Horner, I would demand it. Man, I mean, they're racing so hard. I wish it didn't happen, but, yeah, that's it's, it's great for racing. Yeah, it is. Well, I, final, let's get two okay. final points. Here. All right. I just want to say, what is this, four out of four races that Max Verstappen has an incident on? <laughs> Common denominator, right? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, point noted. <laughs> noted. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it back right now. He, he does not make a strong move to the right. He drifts a little bit to the right. <laughs> it was okay. not a move. To- he, quote, drifts as soon as Daniel Ricciardo fakes to the right. Then Max Verstappen, air quote, drifts to the right. That's called a block. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, in a car accident on the street, don't... The guy who hits you from behind is always at, at fault. That typically. is true. But in the street, you can make as many moves as you want. <laughs> they also obey all sorts of different rules. They say. I hope they have a good insurance policy. Well, low deductible. Actually, I wonder. That's a great point. Aren't these cars insured? Because is that that's got to be a hell of a time to that's secure that. Dollars. <laughs> Damn it! I would not insure Max for stopping. I hope they have their home and auto they bundles. Get quotes? They get quotes before they yes. test that? Yes, yes. Definitely, yeah. okay. They shop around. Lloyd's of London. you got to shop around. <laughs> well, like yeah. Red Bull, we're going to move on, forget about this incident, and we're going to talk about what happened right after. The, re- the restart. 
John, why don't you take us uh, through this? Impressions on, on uh, so metal. these restarts, they keep coming up this year. Um, uh, safety car came out after the Red Bull incident. Restart, you cannot pass under a safety car. Botas came out in front. Vettel was behind. Uh, Botas was able to get fresh tires without having to use a pit stop under normal circumstances. He was in first. Vettel's I would say Vettel got kind of screwed in this scenario. Kind of. Vettel, had, up to that point, was running a perfect race. His strategy was perfect. He had, I think it was eight seconds maybe behind Botas, who hadn't pitted yet. And Botas got handed. Uh, it was a miracle. And then, yeah, and he should have won. And he was a fanboy. I mean, who can argue with that? Okay, uh, two points. Yeah? One is, you know, safety cars and the strategy around them is part of racing so yes sure. Vettel got kind of screwed by the safety car but also good on Mercedes for having Botas out there running long in hopes of a safety car like you know what yeah, that, that's like, true they split their strategy v- Vettel did get screwed but that's strategy is part of racing too uh, second point is Vettel really went for it on the restart and dove into turn one to try and get on the inside of Botas and in doing so, had a major lockup and lost, I think, several positions. And I'd like to discuss what do we think of that move going forward for the win. And thirdly, let me just bookmark this. How many points we got here? Put, put a Three. Pin, put a pin Three. in number two. Hamilton, after the race, complained about Vettel's tactics on the restart, saying Vettel was too much stop and go on the restart, and that should be illegal. That's Hamilton's claim. And... Charlie Whiting looked into it and said that was happening all through the field. And Hamilton's response was, well, no shit. When Vettel starts doing that, stop and go, there's an accordion fat throughout the field. But what Vettel was doing was wrong, and he was the cause of it all. Hmm. Cause of what all? Of all the stop and go? Yeah. So what did, what did that end up... So what, what did that hurt? So Vettel's... So Hamilton's attack on Vettel was saying, you can't stop and go. You have to be more predictable. That's a, that's a very interesting critique given the fact that Vettel drove into Hamilton at the end of last year yes. at this race yes. because Hamilton Vettel thought Hamilton was stopping and going. Um, so, shoe on the other foot here, Hamilton's complaining about it. Got it. I'm just, I bring up the other people only because that was Vettel's, that was Charlie Whiting's excuse for Got Vettel, it. saying Got everyone it. was doing that. And then Hamilton, as a response to the excuse for the complaint, said, well, the only reason those other people were doing it was because of Hamilton. Okay, I'd like to we talk about that. I also before. All right. So point two was Hamilton going for the win. Point three is I just wanted to find that. <laughs> so I think I think one thing about the one of your points, I wish we one, but the one where <laughs> yeah. Vettel made a crazy Good move. Good point. <laughs> I think we also have to remember that they had so few laps left because that idiot Grosjean crashed into a barrier under a oh, safety car, which wasted even more laps. So if Vettel had maybe six <laughs> laps instead of three, make, does that change anything? So just think about that. Roman? Um, so yeah, I don't know if he... He touched that. a button accidentally on his... That's what he said? Uh, he, yeah. was, he was adjusting the brake bias. Oh my gosh. And, and in doing so, gave too much to the rears and then locked up the rears, which just caused him to skid out of control. Okay. It's an honest mistake. So do you want to go after yeah. Vettel for his stupid move I, first? I don't or? have much to add to that. I think that's the benefit of being in the front on the restart. You got, you just got screwed, 
that like eight second gap you had on the field was just erased. Yeah. I think you should be able to start and stop. Who cares? It's part so of the it's part of the restart. You're talking about point three. Yes. Back to point two. Oh my god. I think Jesus. I think that <laughs> I applaud Vettel's ag- aggressive turned out to be overly aggressive attempt to get the lead on turn one because to your point maybe he was hoping Botas's tires were cold and we all gave Botas shit for not going for the win what was it two races ago in Bahrain. And here Vettel's going for the win. I mean, he's hungry this year, and I don't think it was a reckless move. I think it was an aggressive move. I like it. Yeah, I liked it too. From a, as a Ferrari fan, I thought it was a good move. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, I I want to see him do that kind of stuff. I absolutely gutted for Botas. You know, <laughs> come on, Sam. He, he shouldn't be. He's not. He's in the World Championship gutted. hunt. He is racing for his seat at Mercedes. He was about to win this race, and he lucked into first, yes, but to get a flat based on some... Debris. Debris. It's just... <laughs> I felt bad for him. He, put, he puts himself in position to win and get I points. Like, I like Bo- I'm nothing against Botas. I, just, I mean, am I gutted? That's gutted. No. Yeah, I, I, yeah, gutted. I gotta agree with Andrew here. Like, you know, he didn't do anything spectacular, so it's not that. like... Uh, <laughs> it's not like... He was in a totally inferior car looking at the first win of his life and it yeah. was stolen from him. He's like in the best, one of the best cars on the grid and he didn't get a win that he didn't deserve. Like, okay, whatever. Got it. Got it. So we're all in agreement. Absolutely got it. Got it. Okay. Right. All right. We, we, talked, about, we, we talked about the big we talk about Rob's How many other three? points do you want to make? I just want to say, look for more fallout from this Hamilton complaint. I think this is going to no, cascade is, through the restarts throughout the year. I, I think it's obvious to anyone, even a casual fan like Pam or Dave, that Vettel and, and Lewis, they don't like each other. And they can play this little game at the beginning of every season where they just respect each other's racers. But at the end of the day, they hate each other, and it's going to come out by the end of the season, every season. I, I've been told by our listeners that they don't like when we switch back between switch back and forth between last names and first names. Oh. So. Good feedback. Yes, I just uh, Lewis Hamilton Sebastian Thank Vettel. Thank you. All right. So we talked about the big three: Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes. Let's talk about the midfield. Shockingly, they didn't finish at the top, but Renault looked really good at the start, passing Red Bulls, Real good. gaining on Ferraris and and Mercedes. Uh, Force India, obviously. Having a bit of an interchange here. A lot of <laughs> weird stop here. Uh, Force India obviously put someone on the podium. Rob undercut you on. And kind of as a secondary item, I think I think McLaren is. Are we ready to declare them dead? They're part <laughs> of the midfield. Let, let's take it. one issue at a time. <laughs> one point at a time, will you? Right, let's talk about the midfield. Force India, Renault. Renault's impressive. Uh, I'd like to say Renault looked great, but as our resident tire guy, uh, they're. Their pace over Red Bull on the opening stint was flattered by the fact that they were running ultra softs, whereas yeah. Red Bull had, was running on their super softs. So. A pig and lipstick, if you will. <laughs> Carlos Sainz finished pretty pretty high up, though, didn't he? Six or something? He was fifth? One, one guy had Pro V1s, one guy had a Strixone ball. Yeah. So, so, uh, I play bridge. On the golf analogy, <laughs> and just, just uh, going back to Lewis, as Lewis back, he said... This was a par and bogey round for him. He doesn't yeah. feel good about it. 
you know, we love golf analogies here at the yeah, F1 newsletter. <laughs> Look, Pre-gap. you actually said that? Yes. Yeah, he did say that. He's been listening to he, the pod. He, he said, I'm a birdie eagle type player, and that was a bogey round. Par bogey, Par bogey round. round. Yeah. He knows golf. And then he made a self-deprecating joke, kudos to Lewis for even knowing what that is, yeah. saying, actually, when I golf, I usually hit triple boogies. So he could play with me. Huh. <laughs> but he does hit the ball, so I can't play with Good for him. <laughs> All right, hey, back yeah. to the golf club. I, I, I uh, thought, you know, despite my my, my comment about Red uh, Renault running the ultra-soft tires, they were definitely impressive in this race. And if Hulkenberg hadn't had that unfortunate um, losing the rear into the wall... <laughs> I think they would have had two cars in the top six. Yeah. Sanchez fifth, just like I, I said. So. They looked good. Right now. I like them. I mean, what lap did? Early. Hulk right. DNF 10 laps in, so. But you, well, gotta, you gotta imagine he would have been up there. Yeah. yeah. He was running fifth or sixth. They looked look real good, though. Yeah. So you have two Renault powered teams in the, what, top six fighting for podiums, and then. Where's the third one? You know? Rob? All right. Well, uh, I assume you're talking about McLaren. Uh, I am indeed. It was a tough race for them. Uh, Can you explain their problems? Can we finally admit it's on the McLaren side as well? Stop scapegoating Honda. What what is going on? All right. So um, they have had some issues this year. You don't say Part of it is that they had the late switch to the Renault engine. So next race, part one, next race they claim is the first race that they'll have their 2018 car running. We've heard this. What does that mean? In the, they haven't been able to bring all of their planned updates. <laughs> Season starting updates because they had a late start. You know what? Take they're, it. They're an excuse factory. Unbelievable. Agree. They're very good at manufacturing those. They did fire their, their, their <laughs> chief. But uh, they, not their chief technical officer, but they're, uh, one of their technical guys. So they've recognized that there are some issues on that front. In this particular race, Alonzo said he had, uh, because of the accident that was not his fault, he came into the pits. He, I think he did about half a lap with both right tires gone. That was impressive. Yeah, and, that was pretty good. And he said... <laughs> No one else would have even made it back to the pits. He, he said, said that? Yes. Oh and he also gosh. said it was one of his best races, given the condition of his car, because, you know, if your wheels are gone, you're just scraping your... your um, under the carriage? Under... That's not what they call it. Their floor. <laughs> their floor. They call it... He was just scraping his floor on the, on the ground. He said, given that, it was one of his the best races of, of his career. Now, we've heard Alonzo loves to talk, toss out superlatives, so, you know, who knows what that, that means. But that explains a little bit about what happened at this race. I don't... I, I'm okay. starting to doubt what's happening at McLaren in 2018. I'll be honest. I think Max would have gotten the car back into the garage. Seriously. I mean, I mean honestly, a 7.9, I, I think you should be pretty happy with that. That's like, better than... When I just looked at this, I thought they were... Did Van Dorn finish ninth? That speaks volumes. Yeah. Seven nine though. Yeah, I mean that's what you you're happy with that. Yeah. I guess not, but that's better than what they had been doing a couple of years ago. I mean, they it, are an excuse factor. It's crazy that Alonso is not fighting for podiums every week, every weekend. That's what's crazy. Sad. Who's so, m- who's more in love with himself, Alonso or Hamilton? 
Hamilton. Hamilton. I I don't know. I would say Alonzo. I don't follow Alonzo. Alonzo loves himself. I also um, think that Alonzo did have, as recognized by the pundits, including those at Premium Unleaded, had one of the strongest races of the field. I was reading another ranking another from another outlet that gave Alonzo 9 out of 10, gave Leclerc 10 out of 10, um, but no one else was... The, the next highest score was 8 out of 10. So I think you've got to give Alonzo a lot of credit for his driving. I th- you know, he had the damage, so who knows what, what would have happened. I love Alonzo. I'm a huge Alonzo guy. I love him, too. He's good for F1. Yeah. He's good for F1. All right, rank your fourth, fifteenth, fourth, fifth, six teams at the end of the season, as of right now. I'm going Renault, Force India, McLaren. Actually, no, Renault, Force India, Toro Rosso. <gasps> Renault's obviously fourth. I I'm think. going Ren. Yeah, I'm going Renault, McLaren, Force India. Ooh, I'm going. I think I'm going to Renault. Ooh, yeah, Force India, Toro Rosso. McLaren. So I'm going to go with Andrews, Renault, McLaren, Force India. We shall see. Interesting. McLaren's awful. Yeah, they're tough. Okay. Well, I mean, I think they're fourth in the standings they right are. now. They are. Force India, by lucky. the way, is sixth with 16 points total. They had a bad start. <clears throat> sure. Renault's only one point behind McLaren at the moment. All right. So Rob brought up a young Charles, as he said, Leclerc. 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 Charlie you, is a French, our French expert. Yeah, uh, you're European. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Charlie's French is <laughs> Charlie not good. Charlie tried yes. to order a burger in French in, uh, on our cheek chalk ski trip. Un big yeah. And no one understood him. So why don't we just <laughs> the go with... Goes, I, I speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with Leclerc, okay? So I think you finished in sixth? Sixth is correct. Sixth in by far the worst card across the field. Yep. He's a young Ferrari driver. They've sent him to uh, Alfa Romeo Sauber to get a little experience. Can't wait to see him in red. Obviously a pretty impressive race, and we want to see some more, but are you excited? Are you, do, you think he's, do you think he's got the talent, or this was kind of just a Azerbaijan always leads weird results? We had Stroll on the podium last yeah, year. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, it's, I, think as, I have to see this in another race. Azerbaijan is just a weird race that anyone can kind of work their way up, as you see by Sergio Perez with two podiums. And oh, he's good. He's good, but two po- that, his last podium was here. I mean, that He's not of, a podium. Yeah, he's not right. a podium guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jury's out. Uh, I believe Marcus Erickson, pay driver extraordinaire, has soundly beaten Leclerc, 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 in all the races previous to this. So I let's, he, he yeah, finished eleventh. Let's, let's see another result before we all lose I, our minds. Agreed, yes, agreed. but I think also it was his first. It's his first year in F one. So the first three races, four races, I'm ready to give Leclerc a pass. And I think he's going to be show some promise in the end of the year. I, I don't. It's a tough road for these test drivers at Ferrari and Mercedes. I don't know what the natural progression is because they're not going to jump them to Ferrari next year. Like, where do you go? You just flounder at Sauber driving a crap car. Um, I'm not sure about that, but I was. What, so, what about Haas? Get some, get some reps. Yeah, he got okay. Haas. But who leaves Haas? Grosjean. Yeah, Grosjean. Grosjean. Ben, um, you go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say... One so Frenchie for another. Does anyone know his pedigree? Like He's not he's not a pay-to-drive guy. No, he's a talent guy. Okay, so he's he's come through the ranks. I, I think he'll have a long career in F1, for sure. At Ferrari. You heard it here. 
Uh, so we were talking about a possible spot at Haas, which is closely aligned with Ferrari. We are knocking on Grosjean, who can't even get his brake bias right on a, under a safety car. But a lot of people are mad at Magnussen, who now has eight points on his oh super gosh. license oh, yeah. for dangerous driving. And what was it, Hartley? Your, your man Hartley? No, it was, it was Gasly, uh, Gasly. Gasly. Who's just furious at Magnussen for driving him into the wall on the straight. So he could have Magnussen's seat. I think, they should, I think Haas should clean house. Yeah, I... I, I th- Get some I, Americans in there. I'd love to see Haas with some new drivers. I think... I'm just kind of thinking back to Pascal Verlein, who is a uh, Mercedes guy, and he's he's out of, he's out of F1 now. Yeah. He's, he, yeah, he, like, geez. had a cr- terrible years at Sauber and just out. Didn't he have an accident? Or he hurt his... He hurt his one. back, but he came back. So. And so um, fun, yeah. fun little game. Can you guys name the two drivers who have yet to score points this year? Brendan Hartley. Incorrect. Let, let me get in on this. I'm not looking at your screen. Um, I would say Erickson. Don't say. Don't say until we've all guessed. Okay. And what about the Russian guy? Um, Sorok, Sorokin. Yeah, I'm Sergei. going both Williams drivers. No, Stroll scored points in this race. All right, then, yeah. Sorokin is correct. Sorokin and Erickson, I would say. That's what no. I said. Incorrect. Uh, wow. It's our man. Grosjean? Grosjean. Grosjean needs to go. Yes, he's, he's I, I think he is seriously on the chopping block. He was, I mean, he was crying after qualifying. Oh, he, literally? He literally? Yeah. That's a pretty face, though, you know? He, Put him on the side. Oh, when he threw... He no, did. I was in the race. No, no, after qualifying. Was no, after qualifying. Oh. But he was also at a little pity party after the race. Yeah, you know? but he, he yeah. locked up in Q1 and he couldn't get the car into reverse. And then he's crying. I think I think he knows he's on the chopping block. Yeah. Well, he had I, a like long, Brandon, I like Brendan Harley. He had a long enough career. Brendan Harley's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's not that young. But as no, he's a young not, Kiwi. He's not that young. Not that young. All right. Good stuff. All right. Uh, last formal topic of the day. Fantasy Formula One. We have a little league going on FormulaOne.com. Not Autosport. Andrew joined a different league. I'm currently winning that league. <laughs> a league of one. And no so, one else joined that. So I looked up. I, I logged in on my phone, and I gotta say, not that familiar with the interface yet. But it appears that we all still have zero points. <laughs> they didn't update the points yet. No, they they have my. It says that my game week points are ninety. I'm in first, but I'm in first with zero points. Wait, so. Andrew's got twenty. <laughs> this is my other league. <laughs> that is your other league. That's the league no one's in. Andrew, congratulations. I only scored. Oh, I only scored points with Alonzo. Ten. <laughs> All right. So the the league is the software has some kinks. I, I assume. Yeah, I I think that it's it's Formula One. F1.com. No, I think it's fantasy.formula1.com. spelled out dot com. It's the official fantasy league of Formula One. I, with all the money that they have, I assume they'll get it worked out. But this is the first week this league went live, so yeah. we're seeing some growing. And things. it's owned by Americans now. We'll get the Pied Piper engineers working on it. So, so you guys haven't missed out on anything. We're still all stuck at zero points. Join the league. Don't fall any further behind. I was Does anyone remember well. who they put in? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think we should tell our uh, 
from Patriots. Let oh. them pick their own team. Yeah, yeah, I'm don't pretty sure you can change it each race. You can only change one. Like an engine Person. Change. Per race. And what? Without, without yeah. constructor. Did you guys read the rules? I didn't read them close enough. Well, Rob very clearly did say that. I remember. You, I mean, can, you can take a grid penalty. Once, once during the season, you can use your wild card, oh. which allows you to change your team wholesale. But otherwise, you can only change one element per week. Huh. But that's very hard because then you have to be stuck in the same right. salary right. bracket. Yeah, you have to like play it out two weeks at a time. I'm still pretty happy with my team. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I Can think you... the move would be to ditch Raikkonen, maybe, if you have him. He's got a lot of money tied to him. But he's we, a crazy we, driver. We think that Ferrari's the best car, no? No. Yeah, but look at his... What, what did he <laughs> do this past weekend? Nothing. Uh, well, second, as we please? wrap up, I mean, look Can for... You, what's the constructor standing for like, while wrapping up? Look for my uh, GoFundMe page for Lexi's vet bills in the show notes. T's and P's to Lexi. Yeah. She and she's she's going to be all right. Yeah. Uh, B's, B's around tonight, game two. Yep. Huge win. Huge Quick, Huge. quick constructor update: Ferraris in first with 114, Mercedes second 110, and then a third, a distant third of the Red Bull with 55. And <sighs> and McLaren's in fourth with 36, not that far behind. I mean, because Max keeps I mean, crashing I, out I, like a lunatic. You know what? McLaren and Red Bull are closer together than Red Bull is to the the top dogs. Okay, <laughs> I think we all know why that is, but. Yeah, because they don't have a lunatic driving for them. Um, T minus how many days until we're watching F1 in person? Oh, oh man. Great teaser. A little over a month? Wow. It's I would say 40 month. days, exactly. June 9th, right? 40 days, yeah. half September. Not June 10th. April, May, and 41. December. 41 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Can't if wait. anybody else is going up to Montreal... Look up the boys of the F1 newsletter slash premium unleaded podcast. They'll probably have, we'll probably have press passes by then. Yeah, we'll, we could bring you into the press box. Something. And a lot of people oh, are shy yeah. to say hi to us. We're very approachable. Yeah. Extremely so. Buy us a beer. Sign yeah. anything <laughs> or poutine. Or poutine. Beer shots. Yeah, you could probably get on the podcast because we'll probably do it in the in the minivan on the way home. Absolutely. What's the bar we always watch? Oh, we're not. We're gonna watch qualifying. We watch qualifying at the track. This we're year. going up Friday night this year. Yeah, late, late. Uh, that's that's we're in Grandstand Twelve. Don't forget your passports, boys. Okay. Does everyone have a, a valid passport? I do. I just renewed. I better I, check. I, I think you should check. I just went to India. I'm I'm good. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's well. it. We love you. Lexi wants to Bye. wrap it up. Yeah. Peace and blessings. Peace and peace and peace.